Welcome to the Draft Champions Podcast. We're here with a packed house. It's a roundtable. We got Curlin, we got Lenny Melnick, we got um, John Legeza, we got Ian Kahn, we got Justin Mason, Bubba Bloomfield. We got the list goes on. We, how you guys all doing? Uh, let's just start off with um, whoever wants to chime in can chime in. How many um, FWSA things have you lost? How many times have you lost? Go. But you know, you know what's better than not being nominated, like not losing. Like, speaking from experience, all I do is lose. No, like, like, no, I, 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 Curlin lost this. I, I have more. I didn't care. I didn't care about it at all. I lost. I was like, it's so I've, so I've angry. lost. I've lost angry? seven times. Yeah, I've, I've lost. I'm I sorry. Lost I see at least one or two uh, behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I've won twice and lost seven. Okay. Yeah, I, I've won once and and lost like seven or eight. I mean, it's uh, and the listeners are gonna love this. Okay, now let's go over to a man that needs no introduction, Ian Kahn, the general. Um, I'll call. Can I call you the general today? Um, now, you know you may know him from under the radar. And now, Ian, tell me, was when that was canceled, was that a gut punch, or did it really, you know, put things in in perspective for you? My show, the show that I did with Nando Defino, Derek Van Riper, that we did for a number of years called Under the Radar, which was over at The Athletic, was really fun and really all-encompassing. It was a good show. People really liked it. I, I enjoyed doing it on a weekly basis. And then when the show got canceled at the end of last season, they were sort of reorganized and started doing it a different way. Um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a real gut punch personally, but at the same time, it kind of – uh, help to put things into better perspective all the way around. Really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know that um, a lot of people copy your picks, sort of like, um, you know, Phil DeSoe doesn't want to give away his picks, and uh, everyone's just copying all your picks. So, no, I appreciate you coming on. I understand why you didn't want to come on preseason because, because of that. You want to come on the show during spring training? I was like, I don't want to. They're like, why? I was like, because for the first time in so many years, I am not going to tell everybody what I think. And I'm curious how I do, because everyone knew all the players that I was in on. Steve Cosolino. So, Ian, I know you do a Ariel Cohen, but I think I can beat you here. Um, so, Jacob the Grum um, has an interstandard deviation of... Uh, Ariel Cohen, you know, Ariel Cohen and I did our work, you know, we definitely did. All right, I can't let you one-up me here. Okay. So, when I get into an auction room, I'm going to hypnotize my opponents, right? So, when Jacob the Grum gets nominated, I'm going to allow my opponents to sleep. Again, Oriel Cohen. Hey, that's a really wasted pick. I don't know why you picked uh, DJ LeMahieu. Hey, there's nothing for it. I just dropped him in labor. Okay, third time's a charm. Here's my last shot at the Oriel impression. All right. Um, I'll throw in uh, Alec Bohm and Ryan McMahon will combine for over 45 homers, 155 RBIs, and a 265 average. If the two of them will be dazzling. I think Alec Bohm is the real deal. I'm just going to do Ariel again. Well, you know, you're only going to get 140 innings out of him. So, I mean, here's what you got to do. Like, I literally bought him an NL Town at the break. He says, really good buy on Kershaw, $19. Really good buy. Got to trade him in the first month. <laughs> Not trade. He said, no, 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 you got to trade him. Like, that's what you got to do with Kershaw. You got you to you get him and get him at a good price. You got him at a good price. Get Use him for a month and trade him for something else so he doesn't break. I said, yeah, I'm not trading him. Damn, this is not fair. You're an actor. So, man, like this is like, I can't keep up with the pros. All right, man. So what's going on, General? Um, you're doing the main event this year? What, what's your uh, what's your level of enthusiasm heading into this year? We haven't heard much from you. Playing a lot, 
but it just has a different feeling to it. You know, I think, look, I think I was obsessed with this game for so very long and I didn't want to really, I wasn't sure I was going to say this because it's like, well, I don't want to listen to somebody who's not obsessed, but it, it shifted a little bit for me at the end of last season, because, you know, every year it's like, I, I want to do this. I want to win. I want to win this league. And I did. And I want to win this league. And then, you know, going into last year, it was Mershak was really like, he was like, we have to play in the main event. I was like, I don't need to play in the main event. He was like, no, you have to. Like, you know, people say, you know, you, you, you should definitely try up against. How'd you do in that league? Um, and if you, if you won the league and Phil Dussault was in that league, you have to mention that, please. And we did great. You know, we won our league with Phil Dussault in our league. We ended up, we were in the top five until the last day of the season. See, I think, I think people are going to love to hear that because it's just a, a humble thing to say. And you know what? It's just a game, right? Super psyched because it's, uh, it's, it's fun. That's the thing about fantasy baseball. If we take the ego out of it, right? Let's take the ego out of it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to, to look at the box scores. It's fun to watch your pitchers. It's fun to watch guys that you believe in do well. And it's fun to have the experience of a guy that you do believe in not do well. Take the ego out of the game. You know what? No one says that. And it, it just rings so true. Um, man, take the ego out of the game. So, Expand on that, and, and I know you're the Trout guy. Talk about why you're in on Mike Trout so hard. And, yeah, and talk about just talk about being humble. All right, I'm going to say why Trout. So at 15, yeah. why Trout? Why Trout at 16, never 15, always 16? Because I'm going to take – but we took Trout over bets. We took Trout over bets. Here's why. All psychological. Mike Trout also hit 40 home runs and 410 at-bats. This is what I said to Eno Saris, and then Eno put it in his article the next day, which I didn't even realize because then I read his article and I was like, I was like, oh, that's a really good point. I'm going to, you know. <laughs> and then somebody told me that he said that on his show that he had, that is something that I had said to him. Here's what I said to him In labor, in AL labor, Dave Adler from HQ owned the record of 106 for eight years, nine years. And then in 2021, I broke the record. From 106 to 110.5. It's it's fun. That's the thing about fantasy baseball. If we take the ego out of it, right? Let's take the ego out of it, yeah? The very next year, you know, Saris came and wiped that off the table. Using this theory, once you break the four-minute mile, anybody can break the four-minute mile. If Mike Trout stays healthy for 162 games, which is very unlikely, I am saying here there's a 10% chance that in September we are talking about Mike Trout possibly breaking Aaron Judge's record for most home runs in a season. That's what I believe. I all right, well, well, first of all, that's Barry Bonds' record, not Aaron Judge. Second of all, did you just equate you breaking some industry league record for points to Mike Trout hitting more home runs than Aaron Judge? So if you could, if you can break some labor record in – you know, Sarah's can write about that. Then Mike Trout can hit more than 62 home runs this year. Or there's a 10% chance of that somehow. Okay, that makes sense. It's it's fun. That's the thing about fantasy baseball. If we take the ego out of it, right? Let's take the ego out of it, yeah? Okay, let's move on to a segment that I'm going to call Bad Players That You Like. I know it's sort of counterintuitive, but... Let's roll with it. So bad players 
that you want to draft? And they said, Hunter Dozier is the starting third baseman for the Kansas City Royals. Hunter Dozier's really bad. <laughs> but in AL only for, I think I got him for six, seven. I got a seven. I think Zola pushed me to seven. I like it. And I like him on my bench because he can cover so many different spots. And especially in NFBC style leagues or leagues that don't have ILs, having guys like that is really, really valuable. I, he has gone off to a crappy start. That being said, I'm a believer that he will give us some of the good Hunter Dojo this year. Okay, fantastic. Um, uh, Kyle Finnegan, he's also a bad player. I don't know if you like him, but who do you think the next person up in that bullpen is? I think it is going to end up being a good thing for your guy, Carl Edwards. What? Maybe. Come on, man. Think back to the days. What days? The Carl Edwards Jr. days? All right. Speaking of meaningless players, let's uh, move on to a segment we call um, Sneaky Under the Radar Start of the Week. What do you, what do you got there, General? Oh, God. What's his name? In the lineup this week from Tampa Bay. Okay. I'm getting him confused with the guy from St. Louis. He's the backup um, middle infielder for Tampa Bay. Great glove. Taylor uh, yeah, Walls. Taylor Walls. I suppose Taylor Motter. I get Motter. Uh, Taylor, and he's, he's playing. So I'm. But I, I, I would like to fill that spot a little bit better. Okay, General. Uh, you know what? Curland actually has something he wants to say. He's raising his hand. Placing value on players that might not necessarily have it. Like a Taylor Walls, not that he like he's not the best for fantasy, but he's playing a good amount for the Rays. Do I value those play appearances? I've taught myself not to, but when you look at it and see playing time, you know, maybe in an only league, that's where you get your benefit. Like, oh look, he's getting played appearances, regardless of matchup. You know, he's not and he's not every day, but he's like a two out of three day type of guy. So that's where it can kind of drive you in the wrong direction if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's where I would recommend if you get into like diving deep like this, be mindful that not, not all play appearances are created equal in terms of the talent behind them. So just because you're finding this little edge in playing time doesn't mean it's always going to give you the, it's not going to always edge you in the right direction, unfortunately. Oh, big John stud, the big stud from the big apple. He looks like he's, he's, he's raising his hand. He wants, you want to, you want to chime in on Taylor walls? John, John, I got to interrupt you. Like, sorry to interrupt, but you're talking way too quickly. I do not understand a word you're saying. Um, let's move on. Let's let's talk about Lucas Giolito. Right, fully caught up. First, I'm going to do some. It's new, it's interesting to look for as we mind the board and kind of look ahead. And then we're going to do what we do today. And I made some snazzy graphic for you. So, audio only people, don't be afraid if you miss some of the names. Jump on over to Twitter at John I also share it with production. But then we're going to put it out there. You know, Patty is so cool about that, making sure that everyone gets all the info. I found this exercise in particular was, well, maybe the two of them together were very helpful. I mean, the names were really helpful because they were correct. But the reason the names were correct was because we were mining from Peterboard. So, obviously, someone was liking it because we're, you know, we're back, right? So, I guess without any further ado, let's dive on into... You can see it up here on your screen. Look how nice that looks. John, John, it's a fantasy baseball podcast. We're not trying to sell micro-machines, okay? Talk about Lucas Giolito. All right, I think we're going to give that round to Curland, um, believe it or not. Um but let's move on to another terrible player, which seems to be in your wheelhouse here, as um, Fujinami on the Athletics. Um, 
talk about him and talk about did you draft him in any of those weird obscure leagues that when you reference them no one really knows what you're talking about maybe talk about that a little bit no and i took fujinami um in devils i took him in dl1 too um we were gonna take him in xfl until he gave up eight runs and ending in a third yeah it's one of those things where you just gotta do you have the stomach for it no now, how long is it going to be until you trust him again, regardless of, like, if the starts are good or bad? Like, how many starts have to go by for you to put him back in your lineup? Like, good or bad? doesn't matter. Five starts. <laughs> Five starts for me. I, I'm not going to trust him again because I, I really loved watching him pitch, and I was like, hey, maybe they've turned him around. They've figured it out, but not based on what we saw. No, it was really, really bad. One more thing. I, I got into a fun fight with Wilson Caraman this week where I basically said, um, can we stop saying that Juan Soto is Ted Williams now? Please? Please? He's like, well, you know, Ted Williams. I mean, you know. I was like, no, 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 no. No, Ted Williams never hit 242. Nope. Never did. Never. And then I went and he was like, well, you Yo, so this is bugging me. Um, like your explanation of like wanting Mike Trout so badly didn't really – you didn't really explain it. Like, are there some metrics or like, is there something of substance you can, you can give me about Mike Trout other than like, like he's Mike Trout. Like, you know, the name from like 10 years ago, Mike Trout, like amazing player, like sort of like, um, you know, like you haven't played fantasy for like eight years and you just like see the Mike Trout name sort of like, I don't know, someone that doesn't really know anything about baseball, just like, Oh, Mike Trout, I should draft him. Like, do you have anything for me? Um, on like that would sort of give me some more depth on why you like Meg Trout. Yeah, no, not really Trout. Oh yeah, Trout. I want Trout. I want Trout. Every every draft, I'm like, oh Trout. I want Trout. Yeah, Trout's the guy. Trout's my guy this year. So if Trout fails, if Trout the day Trout pulls up, if he pulls up with an injury, just know I'll be uh, I'll be in my cups that night. In your cups, yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, Trout. So I guess like it's really it's really nothing, right? It's just like. I want Mike Trout. Like it's completely like, yeah, you're just used. It's just totally like based on nothing. Right. Yeah. No, tar- Trout is, is the absolute, was the absolute target. And so much of the way I play the game is through feel. I just look at a player and I go, do I want him? I don't really want him. I go, Tani, I don't really want it. So no show with A.O. Tani. You, do you think you could win uh, a fantasy league or championship with show Hey, Otani on your team. Otani, eight. Otani, no, not for me. I don't like, I mean, sure, it's fun. You have the choice, but I don't, I, look, if he was, if you could use both, he's number one, he's worth the world. But you don't get both in fantasy baseball. So for me, then you're buying a, a hitter who has double the chances of getting hurt which I, doesn't kill me, and I don't, I don't, that's not why. But I don't know, he's just not, I'm not going to win a championship with, with Shohei Otani. Okay, so you can't win a championship with Otani on your team. Let's just move on to, um, like, you're an actor. And uh, maybe, I don't know how active you are, but um, can you ever equate some of the, some of the things within the acting profession to fantasy baseball and you say hey this player is exactly like me and i could tell that this player is like maybe due for a rebound or due for a bad year and like it's really similar right maybe give me an example of that i was big on pools 
in only leagues mm-hmm. i said like pools and they were like he sucks i was like yeah but there's a story here i like to look for the story right and it's like it's his last year he's going to give everything he has brian is on that donaldson tipping point for me it's like your joke bro <laughs> you suck and we're giving you 185 million dollars to play you're supposed to be the face of the franchise and you have your plans your fancy 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 you get your plants your fancy going and so you can't play well if i'm chris bryant and i'm a performer right i used to be an actor right i'm still on sabbatical from acting might go back one day it's not going back right now but as a performer if you have a really bad show you do a really bad scene one day you're going to be extra focused on your next show like fully it's also how i think about pictures all the time all right, so like um, Bryant is like the John Travolta Pulp Fiction. You're hoping for like a Pulp Fiction John Travolta type rebound for him this year. That makes sense. All right, I've heard you talk about Joey Gallo. Are you are you back in on another like actor resurgence? Maybe like a Nicolas Cage type Joey Gallo thing. So we'll see. There, yes, he can go to New York and strike out nine times. And look, look what's happening to Aaron Hicks. Look at what's happening to Aaron Hicks right now in New York mercilessly booed that's what gallo was going through last year it's the same same kind of thing you get away from the abusive relationship with the fans and i'm a new york guy i'm a new york yankee fan but once you get away from that abusive relationship and you can clear your mind it's all about clearing your mind baseball is all about clearing your mind it's why i got some big thoughts about pitchers two cent head pitchers that as i used to call them okay so let's talk about some two cent head hitters not pitchers and and the guy i'm talking about is josh donaldson and you talked about um, New York fucking with Gallo, and Gallo kind of sucks, and maybe he's rebounding, but um, he strikes out a shitload, and really I don't want nothing to do with him. And the one player that I think might be even worse, and probably the worst pick, and you can't possibly be in on him because you thought New York fucked with Gallo, is Josh Donaldson. So you can't possibly, after saying that, be in on Josh Donaldson, can you? Let's do Donaldson because so far it looks crap and he just got hurt. But I'll tell you what the thought process was. I saw him hit in spring training and he put one, he put, he hit a lot of his home runs last year just seemed to, not home runs, a lot of his long fly balls seemed to land like three feet in front of the fence. And this is a good thing. How? He changed his stance a little bit. He. A little, a little funny thing about Ariel. I don't think he's going to mind me saying this. Like, I used to talk to him all the time about, like, don't tell everybody what you're in first place. Stop talking about it. Like, don't do not do that. And he did. And then he was like, you know, I really don't like it because I'm not winning as much. And I want to go back to winning. So I'm going to go back to believing and telling everybody. Hey, you know, send me a text last night at like 11 o'clock at night. In first place in five leagues. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, there's something to that. How the fuck can there be something to that? That's Ariel Cohen bragging about winning his leagues, and you're equating that to Josh Donaldson being good again? There's actually something to that. If you believe, and I think what happened with Donaldson and Anderson, Tim Anderson last year, was really important. And I think it really understandably messed with Donaldson because he, he uh, well, I don't want to get too deep into it, but. No, no, let's, let's, get, let's dig right into that. He didn't handle himself beautifully. Let's put it that way. Um, And I think that it made him more hesitant. And what I saw in him in spring training was somebody who was like, you know what? I don't really care if you like me. I'm just going to perform because I'm almost done with this. And I used to be verging on a Hall of Fame player. And then last year I was trying to be sweet to everybody. It didn't work. So screw it. I'm just going to come back and play ball. And I said, I'm buying that. 
All right, there's a lot to unpack there. Hall of Fame? Borderline Hall of Fame, Josh Donaldson. Okay, and and you're into that shit. Okay, you're, you're into Josh Donaldson. All right, specifically general. I want to hear about your weight loss and prospect pedigree, first-round pick theory on drafting starting pitchers. All right, go. I like our top four of Kershaw, and it always goes back to prospect pedigree for me. Kershaw, uh, Gossman, Kershaw, Snell, Giolito. All four of those guys were top 10 prospects when they were prospects, correct? I mean, right? Yeah, oh yeah, all four of them. So to me, it's, am I betting on the right guy? And for Giolito, he's down, he dropped 40 pounds in the offseason. 40 pounds. That's a very good thing because what it shows is that every day that he woke up, he focused on being a better player. The same thing I was talking about earlier with Moncada. You change your body in that way. If you make a fundamental shift to how you live your life so you can be better at your job, you know what's going to probably end up happening is you're probably going to end up being better at your job. That's what I see in the world. Bingo, bingo. People are making too big a deal about all these advanced metrics, XFIP, velocity, increases, pitch mix. No, it's draft capital, weight loss. Those two items, you marry those two items and you and you hit on these values like Giolito. All you guys seem so high on Giolito. Lenny, what do you think? Giolito. All right, you want to hear a daily game thing? I like take Lewis Giolito today. He starts against Pittsburgh's Rich Hill. I like Giolito, okay, today. So there's your daily game pitcher, Lewis Giolito uh, against Pittsburgh. I like some of the White Sox today, including uh, Anderson at shortstop. I play both of them in my daily games. So, Lenny, you like the the White Sox to win the Central? You got the you got them to win the division. I'm saying Toronto wins it all in the uh, in the America League Central triple play. Good morning to you, and uh, good morning to everybody. All right, I have no idea who Triple Play is, but um, yeah, like I'm pretty sure the Jays are in the East, Lenny. But you know what? Like lots of people make mistakes on podcasts. We'll just um, we'll just maybe edit that out, I guess. But the Jays are in the East. Like I don't know. I'm sure everyone here has made mistakes on on podcasts while they're recording. Fuck, Lenny. Like, what is that? Bailey's in your coffee? Well, watch out! Watch out! Ow! Gee whiz! I spilled everything. Andy, I need your help uh, big time. I could. All right, I may have just taken us all off the air. No, no, no. This is a specifically a you problem. This is not going to impact any of us over here. Uh, looks like it's just all over your keyboard. I just spilled everything on my uh, computer, and let's see what's happened. And holy macro. Oh, this is a bad one. This could be a bad one. It's not going to work. All right, can you still hear me? Can you still send me the, 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 can you, anybody hear me? I need some help. That's all right. I don't have to type. I don't have to type. Can anybody hear me? I just need some help with a lot of things right now. I spilled all my coffee all over my computer. Okay. So. Okay. Maybe just, maybe just mute yourself, Lenny. And, um, type in the chat. If you need anything from us, please. Um, we just got to carry on here. 
there'll be no typing. Yeah, okay. We're just trying to wrap up this episode here, so maybe just mute yourself and and just uh, type type uh, in the chat that you're ready when you're ready, and um, and um, you can. I don't have to type. I talk. Remember. Look, I think we. I think this is a good time to stop. Then, um, Lenny, oh, dude, even that you don't have napkins. You're using your shirt. Put your shirt back on, man. Jesus. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks to Ian and 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 Lenny and and Mike and John. Everyone. Everyone that stopped by um, and 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 discussed uh, fantasy baseball. I appreciate you. And um, see you guys. Got see you all soon.